Welcome everybody to the cast from the coast. My name is Adam Oz and I'm joined as always by Josh Lambert, Aaron Peerless and Tim Johnson and joining us for the first time a new member of the crew, Brendan Dunphy, the Halifax Bats himself. So before we go any further, I just want to kind of point out Brendan has joined us um, through through coercion from Tim. But essentially, Brendan, you're not an extreme horror fan like the rest of us, are you? I was chosen because I'm sucky when it comes to horror stuff. So we're going to get a bit of a virgin-esque view on some of these horror movies. Brendan will wish that he has not seen half the shit that we put him through. But that perspective is for fun. So thank you very much for joining us, Brendan. That is for (laughs) fun. For a reason. For For our our fun, fun. that's right. I, I feel like this is a long con to get Aaron to make us watch Phantasm again. <laughs> hey, we got it. No, we got that's, it. That's hey. about it. So, all right. So, Tim, with that, please tell us what we're watching tonight. We are watching a very underrated movie from 1991. Body parts. Stay tuned. Tim, give us that wonderful, wonderful synopsis. After losing his arm in a car accident, a criminal psychologist has replaced it with a limb that used to belong to a serial killer. (laughs) I had to bring that back just for this one, didn't I? Okay. Here we go. A typical 90s attempt at giving us something that is... um, so fucking weird it has no real explanation I don't, I don't even know what to say about that one here we go so yes we have jeff a he plays the doctor the main character in this movie um he basically gets into a major car accident loses his right arm and as the synopsis says he is given the opportunity for a full uh attachment of a new arm a donor arm and in a pretty, probably actually my favorite scene in the entire movie, as he's kind of in and out of anesthetic, he's, uh, you witness them literally sawing apart somebody and giving him the arm right then and there. And uh, I thought that was actually pretty interesting, that 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 whole scenario there. Um, but yeah, so as it turns out, the arm came from a serial killer that was put to death that exact moment that he uh, was in the operating room and was given that further to that they come to find out that other people 
had been given, obviously, other donor limbs. Uh, another person that's in this movie is uh, obviously Chucky himself. So we have Brad Dorff. Uh, he's given the other arm, and he's an artist. Then we have somebody who was given the legs. And, uh, yeah, very interesting start and way to this movie. However, talk about the way that the movie progresses. So it's one thing that he uh, obviously is given the donor arm and appendage, but he starts to see things, starts to have little visions. The arm starts to work uncontrollably, starts by a really weird sex scene where the arm is like, uncontrollably grabbing his wife's ass and shit like this. It's kind of funny the way that they kind of really focused on that. It was hilarious. Very, Very sexual. sexual. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Ah, I was hoping somebody would toss that in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never fucking live that town and I don't mind at all. At all. <laughs> and, uh, and like I said, the, it, it starts to give him troubles. It, 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 the arm is almost acting like it's got a mind of its own you know, something, something in connection to the, the dead previous owner. And when he seeks out some information, he finds out, obviously it was a serial killer whose arm it is. He starts to try to warn people. The artist, Brad Dorff's character is, um, is, is, is highly sought after now for his very macabre and odd fucking paintings, which as it turns out, some sort of a psychic link through the arm, which he was given is showing him like the last minutes of the serial killers victims. And he's painting them in very macabre portraits and he's selling them for fucking millions and making his money. Uh, all kinds of weird shit like this going on to the point where they literally, he wants to get his arm taken off and uh, the, the movie just goes really fucking weird from there. So please feel free to jump in and contribute, gentlemen, about this movie, the, the story, the characters, anything you want to talk about. I feel like this movie... Is one of those movies like okay? So I know I saw it before when I was a kid, but um, I feel like when I watch it again, I feel like this is like a very kind of old idea. Like it didn't yeah. seem like it was. I don't know. That was like, my big issue too, Tim. It like the sci-fi aspect of it. Yeah. Science has caught up to it, so it's no longer sci-fi. Yeah. Like people get limb transfer. Uh, absolutely. Um, I mean it. It. They did a, an episode of The Simpsons that was kind of similar to this. I know, really, it was something else that, that was inspired, but, like, when Homer got the hair mm. transplant mm. and it was, like, snake or whatever. Like, um, I just, I don't know. Like, I feel like this was, like, a I, I read it in a Stephen King. Or like, seen it in, like, an old episode of Outer Limits like just, or some shit. Yeah, like, it just, it felt, like, I mean, I... It, I feel like there was like some kind of thing where it was like Mark Hamill got like an eye transplant or something. That was Tales from the Dark Side, I'm pretty sure. And... Think so. Was it? I'd have to I'll have to look that up. I think yeah. that was Tales from the Dark Side, yes. But the, it reminded me of this. Mm. Like that whole idea of like, you know, the transplant, you know, playing on the the idea of the phantom limb, you know what yeah. I mean? But really it's 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 a serial killer. <laughs> Serial killer's hand. It reminded me of uh, Idle Hand. Yeah. Idle Hands. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That I that I yep. seen when I was way too young to probably see it. I'm sure. <laughs> but what's with the memories of the killings transferring through blood? That's how it happens, right? Like you you store your memories in your blood. Apparently. Oh, sweet. That's Apparently. Idea. Yeah. You, you poor soul. You're trying to make sense of a really stupid movie. And using a giant. <laughs> 
<laughs> a big old buzzsaw to take off. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. In really <laughs> stupid movies. Thank you, Josh. So it was, it was exhausting. You know what though? You know what though? Like, I, 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 at the end of the day, like this, this wasn't a poorly made movie back in 1991. Like I. You know, I know I'm getting kind of ahead of myself with the, the you know, you know, my thoughts on the whole thing. But like, I kind of, I mean, I, I, there was points that were boring, but I kind of liked it. Like, I'm not yeah. gonna lie, I kind of liked it. I totally enjoyed it. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like some movies that I was forced to watch on the <laughs> podcast. <and laughs> when like I watched, I'm not gonna mention names, but I, I believe we all know what I'm talking about. Here's my problem with this. This came out the same year as Silence of the Lambs. Like they were perfectly capable of making good horror movies that will last generations, and this yeah. one isn't one. It's of got those. a big following, though. I mean, it's yeah. it's hitting Blu-ray and DVD copies, and it's you know like it's yeah. got lots of releases, and it's still it's on streaming services for rent and shit. It's not like it's one of these lost '90s movies. Like it's got a following. No. This movie even made the well, cover of Fangoria it, it, that year. You know that's. Mm. I've got yeah. that. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I look, Tim. When you when you watched it the second time, did you find that it was totally different than from the first time that you watched it? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, and I I can't remember who I was talking to about this like on the phone. I don't remember, but I just feel yeah. like it was a lot different watching it with you know adult. I jump on and do a podcast about horror mm. eyes. You know, like I just I picked up on little things and like, more critical. I, yeah, I was a little a little yeah. bit more critical, but like really I should have been like this movie fucking sucks. But <laughs> I can't say that it sucked. I didn't I didn't feel like it sucked. It was kind of boring, but Yeah. I, I okay. Anybody else notice the guy liner? Yeah. You mean the eyeliner <laughs> that he was wearing the whole time? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, like through the through the whole yeah, movie. On the guy. Yeah. The guy liner. Okay. But I mean, Jeff Hay, like his eyes are so piercing blue anyway. They want to bring that out a little bit. And I think in every kind of movie that I've ever worked on or TV show, we're always putting uh, a different color eyeliner under somebody's eyes, depending on if they're like a um, if they're a good guy or if they're playing a villain. Right. Mm -hmm. We really want to bring the eyes out um, if they're a villain by just putting like a, a, a light bronzer uh, brown right underneath the eye right it brings out the eyes so that when they're looking at the camera they're piercing a little bit more yeah, and it really piercing. yeah that's that's it well his it was eerie. i mean yeah. he he's so good at that i mean look at him in lawnmower man too right like he was just like his eyes and his face are just so unique right um that's why i like that guy. i, thought he I was... got chris pine vibes right away from him when i saw yeah him. yeah i could see like a, a 90s bit, yeah. early 90s i, I totally got Robert Downey Jr. with blue contacts at the end of uh, Tropic Thunder when he takes off the fucking the wig and you see just the bright blue eyes. Oh, Kirk Lazarus. Yeah. <laughs> this movie Lazarus. suffers from all the fun stuff happening in the last 15 minutes. It does. Yeah. Like, it is a bit of a slow burn. Like, like it's meant first... to be almost like a psychological, you know, tear down is what's happening. Like, these guys, he, he suffers the major accident and then he goes through rehabilitation and then he just starts suffering from mental imagery and an uncontrolled maneuvers with the hand. And then in the last, like you said, 15 minutes, it just blows up. It's just yeah. bam, bam, bam. Yeah. It was yeah, it was a slow crawl, but it was kind of interesting to watch his own personal evolution and his psychosis, and then now he's trying to find other people 
that are going mm-hmm. through the same stuff as him and putting all the pieces together. But then it just like, like I said, the last 15 minutes, this is like, boom. Yeah. This is it, blown wide open. Well, no, for me, they're almost gaslighting him. Like the other two guys yeah. are like, yeah, no, everything's cool. Nothing yeah. to see here. The least supportive white lover. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just found watching this. I was I I, I picked up like this like uh, it was like a fucking discount Stephen King vibe, like just the way that the story was tell being told and like some of the stuff was you know trying to be edgy and like I don't know because it's not a unique story. Like I said, fucking Simpsons did it. Like this yeah. is not a new story. Did Simpsons do it before? Or after? It, was, it was after. I think after. Oh, definitely after. Definitely after. Definitely after. Yeah. yeah, it's just you know this is this is the kind of you know, mad science gone wrong that always appears in the horror and sci-fi thriller yeah. aspect of the genres. You know what I mean? There's always somebody who, you know, it's it's like Jeff Goldblum said in Jurassic Park, you know, they're they're so worried about if they could do it. And, science no, will it's, find a way? Or life it's, will find a way? They were always so, you know, preoccupied with whether they could do it rather than if they should do it. You know what I mean? And then that's the, that's the drawback to everything. So... Let's move on just a little bit here. I want to hear Josh's notes on this movie. Get serious, Josh. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> my first viewing of Body Parts 1991 took place August 10th, 2021 at 318. I'm just going to say, before you go on. Uh, yeah, uh, you're going to say Go, go ahead, Aaron, you say it first. I was just gonna say that, man. That that mic sure makes you just uh, just more intense, like more just piercing, rounded, man. Piercing. It's just it was the last. And and that. and I just I feel like the next episode, you're probably gonna see all of us pull up smoking pipes and just kind of sit there with our jackets on, mm-hmm. going, "I agree." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Masterpiece theater with Josh Lambert. It's. It's kind of like one of those little hair curls. <laughs> it does kind and of look like a hair curl. Right. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Please it's, it's continue, Josh. Yeah, but... <laughs> uh, the opening music for this film is like the most dramatic thing I've ever fucking heard. It was so hype. Uh, it was so unnecessary. I, I did had it did not fit with the rest of the movie. I was expecting something completely different from the opening. Uh, quote: Even though I'm not interested in football. Man, the 1990s were a weird time for men. That that was how you proved your masculinity. Uh, 10 out of 10 bet he forgets to pick up the garbage bags on his way home from work. Uh, holy shit, this is why you should wear your fucking seatbelt. Went flying through the windshield and all he needs is a new arm. Like he's got like barely any cuts up, his legs are fine, no broken bones, tickety-boo, but his arm, clean off. Uh, the entire film is going to be the wife's fault. She okayed the murder she, arm. It's 100% her fault. She problem. okayed the murder arm. She signed <laughs> off. True. On it, she should have read that fine print. Uh, what's up with the nurses with the shotguns? At like the. Oh. Uh, so it was the police. People. The police were in the surgery room because he was a convicted oh, okay. criminal on the table. Yeah, they were waiting until he up. was declared eight dead. Shotguns. They had like eight yeah. of them with shotguns. This yeah, guy he's a shotgun. bad motherfucker. For one dude. I guess he did kill, like, five cops yeah. in this, eh? Uh, what kind of hospital gasses their patients mid-surgery? This, this yeah. place is losing credibility very quickly with me. They got guys with shotguns in the operating room. They got completely uh, coherent people in the operating room, despite the fact that they just made their wife sign off paperwork when the other person is clearly coherent and awake. 
the gore was pretty solid from what I could see, but it was very quick. I don't know if I was watching an edited version or what, but did you guys notice that like the cuts were very yeah, quick they in were. the operating room? They were. It, it was meant to leave a little bit to the imagination, but it would give you a little taste of something. Yeah. Uh, when it, when his wife uh, asked the nurse, can we be alone for a minute? I just thinking in my head that the wife's going to be like, you know, the garbage is really starting to pile up. I really think that was bad. <laughs> you selfish asshole. It's such a mess. <laughs> Like, all I needed you to do was pick And then she looks at him and she was like, it's still waiting for you when you get home, by the way. Yeah, it will be there when you get home. (laughs) Seemingly five Uh, days later. (laughs) His arm is literally held together with, like, like scotch tape at one point. And the nurse is like, yeah, move your arm. It's like, he's just going to have a fucking surgery. It's held together with scotch tape. He's not going to move his fingers. It's 3M, man. Yeah. Uh, Quote. How does it feel to have someone else's arm? What kind of reporter is this? Like, was that going to be their big headline? Ask him if it's like you know when you, you know the the old joke about like sitting on your hand for an hour before you jerk off or some shit. The stranger. (laughs) (laughs) The permanent stranger. What's it like? There's a reporter that asked. I think I made a note about that somewhere. (laughs) Somebody that asked him about his sex life too. A reporter that does during that same that same scene. Oh yeah, greasy, greasy greasy reporters. Uh, the doctor reminds me of the nurse in A Werewolf in Paris. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Daphne or Delphi, Delphi or whatever Delphi. her name yeah. is. Yeah, yeah I thought I, I had to look it up. I thought it was her. Yeah, yeah me too. I looked and I was like, oh, it's not her. Uh, I love that the kid's name is Little Billy. It's like the <laughs> they actually creative call name him Little Billy too. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, Little Billy. Uh, the killer hand is getting some pretty greasy shit done right now. Uh, you want to arm wrestle or what? I thought that was pretty comical when he when he meets the lefty. Uh, if you're left-handed and the arm you get plopped on you is right-handed, do you become ambidextrous or just like you still left-handed? Uh, Bill fucking smokes his kid, like just whacks the shit out of him when they're play fighting. Yeah. Yeah. He's not even phased that the guy stalked him and watched him play basketball when he pulls him over. And he's like, yeah, I've been watching you. But he's just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. My legs don't work, though. <laughs> uh, the cuts are very quick. You can barely see any gore with a guy with no legs. Uh, we're three quarters away through the movie, and there hasn't really been a killing spree. I thought for sure that the whole shtick was going to be that like, the guy's arm, like he blacks out and starts killing people or something. Yeah. That wasn't where this was going. Uh, who the fuck was that in the bandaging? Uh, how's that for police timing? They pull up as soon as the guy gets ripped his arm off and thrown out the window. Uh, the handcuff scene through the doors was fucking dramatic as shit. Uh, with Buddy handcuffed through the two cars and they're driving. I thought that was actually a really yeah. cool scene. Did I miss something? Like, who the fuck is this guy with the bandages? Uh, the murderer was executed, so it's not him. And then my next line was, ah, they've got parts of him in fucking Baca tanks from Star Wars. Uh, head transplants. And I said, the whole sci-fi aspect of this film is actually really dated. Uh, a lot of this stuff actually happens in science now, which kind of ruins the film for me. Uh, and then at one point, he pulls on, like, the full Han Solo Greedo dodge in Special Editions. He just, like, straight up dodging bullets. Just does, like, the head dodge. Uh... 
the worst part of the story is at the end of the day, they still didn't pick up the airbags. <laughs> <laughs> and those oh, are my notes. Brilliant, brilliant. Nice. Yeah, um, absolutely fucking weird shit that goes on in some of this parts of this movie here. So I, I found there, there's there's two things that I'm going to add to your notes here. One, the with the head transplant type of scenario that you're talking about there. That's, in my opinion, that could be if they decided to do some sort of a revisitation of this type of movie, I'm not saying a remake of Body Parts or otherwise, um, there was a really interesting article I remember reading about a year ago where they were talking about the first head transplant person yeah. that they were going to deal with. Like it's it actually, actually happened. happened. But they were saying yeah. that one of the major side effects could possibly have been like fucking going insane. Like the guy would actually go mentally fucking dead and and go insane because of just the absolute changes to the body it might not be something that the mind can handle so i was just thinking to myself like that would be like the coolest fucking way to go about this kind of a movie again it's like the whole head transplant thing too right that'd be fucking crazy um i have a question like hormone regulation and stuff too would affect yep. your brain being in a oh, different body time. like everything would be different or yep. stunted what version what version of this movie did you guys watch? I it, it was like a DVD from like a couple years ago. Okay, like so when he gets thrown through the car, did you guys see the severed arm scene? Actually, no. Why? Like car. like the initial yeah, accident? There's yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. the version that I watched, I was like, I don't remember it being because I because it just sparked that someone said like you know the quick cuts not showing the violence but i was like wait a minute that car accident he's on the ground and he looks over and you can see the big accident behind and the camera keeps panning back and you see the arm on the ground and it's moving yeah. and he's looking at his arm all in fucking whatever and then a truck comes and fucking oh! runs over it and then he that was not out. the version that yeah. i saw and i don't remember that no Here, didn't see I'll that I, the I'll director's find... cut cut the arm cut from yeah cut. Like there's, there's all kinds of fucking uncut footage oh, from man. this movie that would explain a lot because like i said they did not spend time on gore it feels like it was cut for tv yeah. and the last thing i'll say is rick and morty did it better by the way with the arm so that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> they did man like the whole you know like there's something there's something different right i'll just expect them to start talking to the fucking arm and shit right so you guys watch this scene right now as we're fucking doing this because it's kind of dope. And this was in the version that I watched. Well, where did you watch yours? On YouTube. There you go. Yeah. I just literally typed in body parts and there it was. This is on YouTube. There. Well, there you go. Well, this scene that I, yeah. I sent you. I had to buy a VHS, find the VHS, find a TV that would work with a VHS. <laughs> no, you didn't. He's lying. No. He's lying. I'm not that dedicated. All right. Shit. Yeah, I didn't see this scene at all. <laughs> I just sounded out of place. All I could hear was isn't all I could hear was trope? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's the wrong movie. He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's crazy. I'll have to check that out afterwards. Yeah, no, that was yeah, not. Yeah, no, there. that wasn't in the no. film I watched. No, it would have been better. Yeah, he's trying to make his way to his arm. Well, I mean, talking about the effects work here, Aaron, why don't you jump in here, buddy, and give us your notes yeah. on anything? Sure. Um, 
when I first watched directly this film, asked him for his notes, or did you ask him for his notes? Because you didn't ask for his notes, right? Fine. Aaron, why don't you give us your notes on the it effects work? Casual... Aaron! I thought you were going nice to say, like... smooth transition, Tim. Jeez. It was kind of smooth, yeah. Yeah, but then Tim yeah, fucked it up. That, that, though. Yeah. Yeah, well... well you know what? <laughs> Whatever. I'm kind of in the yeah. same boat as Tim. When I watched this, like, years ago, I, I was like, uh... It was kind of slow and stuff, and then I watched the. Uh, I actually watched what was on Amazon Prime. I rented it because I couldn't find it anywhere, and and where we had it uh, posted or whatever, it wasn't uh, wasn't working for me. So, um, but it still had. It didn't seem like it was cutting really fast. Um, I was still able to see, you know, a lot of the work that they put into the effects and and things like that. So I was still pretty happy over the whole thing for being a 1991 movie and having these kind of effects in in them. Um, uh, I know that there's transfers in there. I know that there's. Uh, it looks to be like silicone or or, or gelatin, and uh, they did a fantastic job from start to finish. Despite a couple little things that happened, you know, in between that I picked out, um, I think that they did a, a pretty cool job on on the effects work in this in this scenario, especially at the end when you see the display with the body parts moving and things. Mm. I was like, yes, I forgot about this. This is wicked, right? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I took a few notes, and Gordon Smith was, uh, if you're not familiar with the effects world, Gordon Smith is a huge effects guy. Um, he's been responsible for a lot of X-Men movies, uh, and I want to name a movie that he that he was really uh, kind of controversial over was the movie Alive, right? Where they start uh, eating people yeah, in crash, a plane yeah. crash and, and things like that. Right, that, that was a pretty realistic situation that was happening up in the mountains, and people were... That was all the rave back then. I remember them talking about Alive. Um, but he also did like movies like Jacob's Ladder, obviously. Um, uh, Jeff was in that one as well. Um, and then you had uh, uh, Platoon, Robocop, uh, Natural Born Killers, K-19. So he's been he's a, a dude that's been involved with a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of really kind of cool movies. Um, mm. and, it, and it's consistent with, with the gore. Like, he's really good at... at you know, when they were wheeling Fahey in, uh, into the operating room and, and they have that, that egregious shot of his arm all just ripped right out and you see it kind of flopping around. And, and, uh, I was like, man, that's, that's awesome. That reminds me of like a mind warp effect kind of thing out of Toronto. Um, 15 people on the, on the makeup crew filmed in Toronto, Ontario, which was, uh, very cool for back in 1991, uh, would have been, so, okay, so I made a note about the car accident. When the, when the truck hits the back of the car, he gets ejected out the front. Mm -hmm. That's not what would have happened with that scene. In my eyes, that's not what would have happened. And, and Brendan, I mean, being a, a, you know, what you do during the day, um, you get hit that hard. Uh, your chair is going to break and you're going out the back window, I would think, in that scenario. I mean, there's going to be, there's going to be forces that, that, when you're hit, you're going to be going this way. And then the return, you're going to be going this way if you're wearing your seatbelt. But he flew out of that front window like he wasn't wearing anything. Yeah, right? he did that. What he wasn't like, he didn't look like he was wearing a seatbelt at no, all. No, right. What so. would most likely happen is he would just, there would be a forward momentum. Right. But he'd still be in his, his seat. There would have to be enough force to dislodge his seat or dislodge his seatbelt. But he'd that's most right. likely just get crushed by the back of the car. It was the that's 90s. Right. He wasn't yeah. wearing a seatbelt. Well, that's, yeah. I will mention as well that yeah. he, I'm pretty sure that windshield was tempered glass. 
which they don't have tempered glass. Yeah. Only, only side windows typically are. That's right. That's right. So he like, yeah. but that's like a movie thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Absolutely. Because it breaks so easy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it because it looked like yeah, a window pane breaking instead of beating right. and yeah. shattering that way. Yeah, that was confusing for me. That was. That, he would have been like confusing. half hung out of the windshield instead. That's right. Yeah. Right yeah. On the jaggedness. Yeah. So with my research and stuff that I've done, I, I that didn't make sense to me um, at that point. I, I still think it was pretty cool what they did there, and I did like the little add-on that you that you said there, Tim. Um, I love the torn off arm effect. I thought that was really cool. I already mentioned that. Uh, oh, they had uh, laceration um, uh, sutures on yeah. the forehead. And what they did to make that laceration look a little worse was they just pinched the skin a little bit and then tied it in and put a little bit of color in there. And for that one scene, it looked like you had a little bit more of a laceration. And they managed to carry that on throughout the film, all the way through the film. I don't think I've seen a film that's an hour and a half or 90 minutes long that that is has got such good continuity in it for a while. Mm. And that shocked me with this because every shot I was trying to pick out whether he didn't have his scar, he didn't have, you know, like whatever, but he did. And whether it was like the little razor cut that was barely there to see, it was still there. I was I was absolutely shocked over that. Um Let's see here. Great continuity, excellent arm effects. Uh, and I, I, I made a, a point whether it was silicone or gel. It definitely to me looked like silicone because it had the translucency to it, uh, especially when uh, when the doctor came in and she had his arm out and wanted him to move it. And you could see you could see the stitches in embedded in the flesh in the arm. So I was pretty stoked when I saw all this. I'm like, man, this is this is actually pretty good for 1991, right? But I mean, go figure. You got Gordon Smith going on board here and and things like that. So um, the bathroom shaving scene with the arm effects that was the one part that was kind of dicey for me. Uh, you could see the back part of his arm, and you could see where the piece was kind of separating a little bit and lifting. Uh, I was paying attention to that, but maybe the generic public watching this uh, wouldn't have seen that, right? They're paying more attention to what was going on with his oh. face. And, yeah, exactly, right? Um, let's see here. I've got very good continuity written throughout this thing, like, over and over again. Um, the the uh, good application of the, of the appliances, um, the coloration and the coloring of the legs... Uh, on the transplant victim was spot on with what the arm looked like. So you could tell that there was some really good continuity between the people doing the effects. The person that did the arm rip and, and, and the, the surgery stuff, they must have been directly involved in the legs and everything as well because it was very, very, it was spot on. Um, there was no deviation from, the, uh, from uh, how those effects looked. It was, uh, it was good. Uh, the strangulation scene where his arm sneaks over and grabs his wife by the neck. I don't know if you guys recognize this, but when she's up against the wall screaming, she's actually got red marks around her neck. Even though it was kind of a dark scene, she's actually got the red marks around her neck. So that to me is like paying very close attention to detail in this movie. Um, Brendan, in actually case you didn't her. know, you didn't know, Brendan, Aaron is like a stickler for like little continuity details. Right, I am. I am. Don't kink shave him. No yeah. kink shaving. No kink shaving. <laughs> I'm not kink shaving him. The severed legs on the bed, that seemed to go pretty quick. 
Um, obviously, that's illusion, right? You get the hole in the bed and, and things like that. But uh, it did. What? Yeah, in my in my no, in my, in my opinion, it was too quick. I think they should have kind of zoomed in on it a little bit more. They um, probably loved hokey. They probably filmed it like maybe, oh, it just looks maybe. But dumb. I can't we imagine can't show this. I can't imagine. I can't imagine Gordon Smith. You know, I mean, it looked great from from the angle that they had, and I think they could have just just a few more seconds. They could have left on that. Um, Remo's death death was messed up, uh, where he's he gets you know pushed or whatever out the window. Um, I'm trying to figure out how his arm ripped off so easy when he was dangling there. Uh, I I still haven't figured that out. Because it was all repaired. It was it's all not like healed. he was like a week out from surgery right. or something. You know what I mean? And no, uh, no. I right? had to Google it. Yeah, it takes eighty-two pounds of force to rip an arm out. Eighty-two pounds. That's good. That's so, good. So he has to pull eighty-two pounds worth, which I think could still be a lot. Yeah, that would be a lot. That would yeah. be a lot. Yeah, eighty-two. If pounds. he had leverage, he put his foot up on the on the. the I leg. guess maybe he ain't no Wookie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when he falls on the car below, and that was re- kind of ridiculous in my eyes too, because it was like the police get called and they're like right there in two seconds. But uh, he falls on the police car, um, and then you see the kind of fake shiny head and everything kind of come in, and and that was kind of strange for me as well. Um, but given the time, it worked, and and it and it was a pretty good effect. Uh, nice arm on the dash, so when. The killer is driving. He's got arms on the. He's got the arm on the dash. He's got legs in the back seat. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, and they were they're they're good limbs. They're they're really good. Like they look really good. So I thought it was. I, I had a good giggle over that. I thought that was pretty cool. Mm. Um, and I love the body parts displayed in the case. I love that stuff. It hit me that uh, house on Haunted Hill had kind of the. the it, that's what flashed in my head when it's I was watching this. Where they go down, they in the collection, and they got the big foam—not uh, supposed to be foam—but the big displays going on. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's wicked! And then to have them moving, uh, I couldn't see any seams. I couldn't see anything. They were just fantastic. They look great. I want that in my haunted house. Uh, love the body part display case. Uh, end shot. Uh, the end shot in the facility. Um, yeah. Did any of you guys pick up on that? Where? They're both leaning against the tree at the very end when the credits are coming up. They're all, everybody's kind of wearing like denim, like the same color denim. So is he in a hospital, like a mental hospital? Did anybody catch mm-hmm. that? No. Like, yeah. I catch that. Yeah. It was 91 though. That's right. And they yeah, made, they made the screen stick around. Denim. Well, yeah, but it looked like, like not penit. Well, it kind of looked penitentiary denim-ish, but it looked like facility kind of uh, mm. wear. So was his wife visiting him in, in, in there? I think they left that open for, because th- those credits played for a while before it actually switched over and faded out, right? So I, I think they're trying to mix. That point. Open <laughs> up for a sequel. Yeah. So those are my notes, nice. Excellent. If they were smart, they would have called it Body Parts and then had a sequel called Body Parts. Nicely yeah. said. Yeah. Uh, they used Classic a lot of rigid collodion. They used a lot of they used a lot of rigid collodion in this for the scarring and things like that. But it's it was really good. And then they used. Some... I thought the scarring was really good. Like on the, the only the only thing that I will say that I didn't like about the effects was and and correct me if I'm wrong, Aaron. Like you might have seen like a better quality copy, or you might have picked up on this pigment change in the arm. 
I couldn't really, I couldn't really was... see too much of a difference between his skin pigment and the arm that was just attached. If for me, it would have been a better effect if it would have been like, you know, a little lighter or a little darker, like, you know, because, Oh, I was hoping for a completely different race. <laughs> I was hoping he'd have like a guy's arm or like a young black woman's arm. Like he's just completely out of place. Just really skinny arm. Yeah. I think, you know what? I, I had a pretty good quality version. I mean, it was a prime, it was prime and it looked pretty clear to me. Um, and they did have some undertones of different coloring throughout like marbling and stuff in different parts of the sewed up arm. So I would have picked up on that, Adam, for sure. But if you're watching that on VHS, like what Brendan's doing, then yeah, yeah you exactly. probably wouldn't pick it up okay. on it's fuzzy. <laughs> I had to turn the tracking knob. Did you yeah, stand yeah. there? With it? Okay. Wow. All right. Brendan, how about mm. you regale us with your notes from watching this movie and your thoughts on it? Well, first I'll say, uh, yes, I'm a noob to horror genre. I enjoy the movies, but I don't look at them critically. And I was told to take notes. And let me just say that halfway through uh suicide squad before i realized i was watching the wrong movie so i had to restart my notes so this is all going great on day one um i took a lot of notes and a lot of them are questions more so to myself to uh get my my brain working a little bit so mm -hmm. i put body parts 1991 and the tagline is it will scare you to pieces <laughs> Director, Eric Red, known for The Hitcher, <laughs> The Hitcher 2, and Body Parts Commentary. Uh, Jeff mm -hmm. Fahey is interesting. He loses <sighs> a limb in this because he is also Robo Dog Dude in Alita Battle Angel, where he loses both arms and a jaw. So they're constantly just taking pieces away from this poor man. Uh, <laughs> creepy Violin to start. Uh, which, as you guys mentioned, it sort of set the tone a little bit, but then it didn't actually end up setting the tone. It was very intense. Uh, the main character, I, I, like I mentioned before, Chris Pine vibes from the 90s. Uh, he's a doctor slash shrink, criminal shrink. He had a lot of guy liner throughout, male eyeliner. And as far as I'm concerned, his wife was Courtney Cox. <laughs> <laughs> and and his, him and his family all had the exact same haircut. She was pretty smoking. Yeah, yeah, like like Monica was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So at first, I was going to blame his accident on his driving while dictating, even though that's not really a, a crime. So I didn't really want to shame him for that. Uh, we already did that sort of technical callout on the windshield. So. When he's in the hospital and the doctor's talking to the wife, uh, what's the criteria for for being at that arm donor? Was my question. Was it like Josh said, where it was like they had to be a certain race or gender, <laughs> or is it is it a blood type? Is it uh, age? Like, like I, I said, it just, was a perfect match. Yeah, it's a perfect match, but apparently it was also a perfect match for a bunch of other people too that same week. <laughs> Uh, just, a lot of shotguns. They had to go to an arms. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. Uh... <sighs> Tim, it's so a lot of shotguns because around. arms dealers sell guns, not actually arms. And this movie is about a guy with a missing arm. Uh -huh. oh. I thought a giant saw was excessive. 
to, to remove the arm and wield him in conscious while they're operating on the other person. It's just going to add to trauma. They remove the buddy's head. Immediately, I was like, who the hell is this guy that they're removing his head? How badass must he be? Uh, and then the exercise scene, just because I, I sort of took some courses on some stuff, he should be working out both arms simultaneously to balance out his symmetry. And he was way super strong. So either that's because he has an undead arm and he has undead <laughs> powers now, or Buddy was just really jacked in prison. Either or. Uh, <laughs> the reporter asked about how the arm would affect his sex life. All I was thinking was, will he forever be giving himself this? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. We all had the same thought on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I thought the scars on the arm looked pretty good, but I was confused why there were scars down his arm as well. Mm -hmm. Did they have to like. Maybe to fuse run, bones like, or like something. Run, run, run wires through. Maybe, well, they did. <laughs> they did the nerves reference, or just they, do it all up here. They made reference to grafting, like grafting some some flesh onto him at one point. I I just chalked it up to that. I don't know why if his arm. Because otherwise, was the arm shape. would have been pristine because it That's was right. some other dude. That's right. Unless you need to hook up new ligaments and tendons, but why would you have to go down that low? So all the way a, down. Yeah, be right um, there. Yeah, it's just that was just for idiots. Yeah, peculiar. So ever since he got the arm and they they he had that romantic scene with his wife in bed. <laughs> I was in waiting for the choke. <laughs> and I'm so happy that it happened because I was like, yes. And I scared the cat. Um, <laughs> so the kids were creepy as fuck and I didn't like them. That's all I'll say about that. Okay. Uh, that the inmate was a very good judge of character before even knowing that he had the, what was it, striker tattoo? Mm -hmm. You know, that maybe you're acting out all this pent up rage and violence, and this is actually you kind of thing. Just let it all out. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. Charles Fletcher, murder arm. And this is what I mentioned, is the arm an excuse for finally acting on his violent impulses? I was thinking the movie would go in a way that twist. it wasn't actually the arm at all, and he just thought it was, and just started going on a freaking murder cool, spree. Actually. But the murder spree never happened. So I was a little let down with that, but... Um, then I started questioning what was so important about this mm. inmate because apparently he's a wicked painter a really good basketball player he can jump like six feet in the air uh, turtleneck should make a comeback <laughs> uh, kid which I'm just realizing now is little Billy took a, took a punch like a champ <laughs> It fucking smoked him, man. Too. Yeah, this sound. Yeah, I think that was my favorite. Good, go, good foley sounds. It, it, to which I again wrote, he's clearly acting out his own aggressions. He just wanted to smack his kid. Finally, uh, the basketball guy's doing great for just having coming out of the hospital with brand new legs. I mean, it took me six weeks after a back surgery to, to really walk properly, but. This guy's really good doctor. Duncan. Yeah. Um, oh, I should also mention that I classified the right arm as the, instead of the murder arm, it's just the murder, murder. arm. 
So if that comes up, I don't know if I wrote that any further through this. Murdarm. Murdarm. Uh, starts sleep choking his wife. Knew it. Uh, his wife doesn't believe in him, clearly. And I had a chuckle, and he said, just give me a hook or something to the doctor. Just take it off. Just give me a hook. And then I thought he was going to go crazy and have to cut the arm off himself. Hmm. Um, I kind of liked when the three of them were hanging out. Technically, it was four of them. <laughs> Mostly, mostly four, like 3.75 of them were hanging out. And I thought it was great. They were having a nice little bonding moment. And then that stupid drunk got the brunt of this killer right hook. Hook after hook after hook after hook. Um, murder legs struggled after the bar fight. Then I thought maybe they were just delayed murder legs. And that he was about to start kicking, ass. Yeah, kicking, kicking people ass. to death. Yeah, like maybe it was... <laughs> Kicking a cat on the way home or something. I don't know. Enters a Taekwondo tournament and just starts um, kicking everybody to death. Yes. So then he calls Chris Pine, and I thought, remember writing down phone numbers in books? Like having a little book? Yeah, a little black like, book. Yeah, a little black yeah. book. Little yeah, black I don't book. know anybody's number anymore. <laughs> and then Buddy lost his leg suddenly. I would have liked to see that scene. I thought that would have been kind of cool. At least maybe even like a silhouette of like somebody coming in and something and then i started suspecting the body parts are being retrieved by some clandestine uh or clandestine clandestine mm-hmm. some secret spooky secret organization or research facility and i knew that uh the murder artist didn't stand a chance he makes a quarter million in a few weeks from paintings and he has shit home security <laughs> like it's just like the dingiest like invest um, I wrote, oh my, head transplant, how, why superhuman strength? And that could very well just be undead. Uh, Charlie is savage. Uh, so 82 pounds of force to rip an arm out of the socket. So clearly he is super strong. During the whole handcuff arm scene, I think Charlie could have just beard to the right really sharply at any point. I don't feel that uh, Bill was holding the, the car to the left, like holding the cars together. He could have just went that way. And uh, I don't think the arm would have been gone. I think maybe the wrist would have separated or like the elbow or something. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know that much about anatomy, but I'm pretty sure the wrist would break off first. Um, I thought the left arm was on the hood. The whole time until <laughs> so I was like, why, why, why did he put on the hood? That is the most conspicuous thing I've ever seen in my life. And then I was like, where are the legs? And then after the accident, oh, he's holding everything like a crazy person. Mine! And then it turns out the doc was working with Charlie all along to make him whole. Where so, did the body come from? That's what I want to know. So they took yeah. his head off. Whose body is that? Yeah. That's I don't know. She walked the head into the next room, which was she put on a different body. That's why they were just, trying to rebuild. They just got body. fucking bodies on deck They're, waiting. So somebody oh, lost their got detached, decapitated, and it's some accident. Bodies on That's right. deck. <laughs> um. So, Bill takes time to journal about what just happened after that car chase, even though he has a voice dictating device. 
that he could have just simply <laughs> done that. The cops were after him because he just stole a police car and the police officer's gun, and he's just your diary. <laughs> this what pisses me what I'm gonna off do off now. That is that leads <laughs> it up so that he dies, and he doesn't die. No. How does he get into the OR so quickly with no security or resistance whatsoever? That, that's pre 9/11. He just waltz right in. Yeah, but you think there'd be like a high alert on him at least? They they knew that they were going after his body parts. Um, the body parts moving. I didn't notice a brain in that little case to kind of make the move. So it could have been electrical impulses. I will say, I do like the gross attention to detail with the piss bag. Yes. Then Charlie's super arm. I thought his super arm was going to start fighting back. Like he's finally getting control over it again. Uh, again, so much guy liner. <laughs> Shotgun to the head. Best way to kill the undead. You guys might have learned that just from, from me saying that. Um, Arm was evil by telepathy, perhaps, or some sort of psychic link, but there's no, I don't know. I, I don't buy, I don't understand how it would work, but it's it's a movie from the early 90s, so I'll let them have it. They had to sit awkwardly by that tree for way too long. Yeah. While the credits rolled. I didn't like that. Uh, uh, <laughs> it made me really feel still, uncomfortable. Yeah. They're really still. Um, no end credit scene, <laughs> which is very disappointing. <laughs> I waited. And nothing. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, everybody that made it, but. <laughs> I, I, that, that's about all I have. I have a final verdict without the the grade if you want. well let's let's leave that for our later. final notes when we actually go around yeah. the, uh, the the table there but thank you brendan your very first uh, contribution to the show very well done thank you very kindly i didn't mean to be so critical about it no no you weren't oh, critical enough kind of the whole point i did enjoy it no you, you need to tell us how you really feel when you watch these movies and i take i take too many notes i've learned that i've ne oh. i haven't written in like three years with an actual hand so. <laughs> uh, that's okay we we i i told the guys i i severely expect that one of these episodes the first note that you're going to give us is what the fuck did you make me watch and i'm i i highly expect that so let's let's i look forward to your next one yeah. we'll, we'll make sure that the next episode's uh much more intriguing tim something weird tim yes sir tim <laughs> yeah tim, tim it is time for that was like nails down a chalkboard, guys. Don't ever do that again. It is time for Trivia Time with Tim. So excited. So, there is a fake piece of trivia tonight. But the shitty thing is, is that there's not a lot of trivia. So, it's going to nail, like, it's going to, like, you... Josh might be able to fucking just pick this piece of bologna right off the sandwich. Toasted <laughs> bologna sandwich. Right off the sandwich. All right. So, All right. So much Please work. proceed, Mr. Johnson. Mm, no. Okay. Apparently, advertisements for this movie were canceled in Wisconsin due to the Jeffrey Dahmer killings. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Body Parts is very similar to a 1971 episode of Night Gallery titled 
the hand of Borges Weems. Borges Weems? Borges Weems. Josh's baloney meter just went. (laughs) (laughs) Larry Gross did uncredited work for the shooting script. This is, in fact, a very loose adaptation of a French novel, which is said to be sold very well in English translation for over 25 years previously. It it had been announced as a Hollywood project with a screenplay by David Newman and Robert Benton several times in the late 1960s and the 1970s. Yeah, so it's not a new idea at all. Uh, Shout Factory is rumored to release an uncut version of this movie with a runtime of almost two hours, meaning there is 30 minutes of uncut and mostly unseen footage. Flying arm scene. Oh. Uh, see the legs come off. Charlie Fletcher's Maybe. date of execution was listed as November 17th, 1991, which means the events of this film took place after the film's release of August 2nd, 1991. And that, gentlemen, is trivia time. Okay. That's, that's it. That's it. I would like to add something interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Charlie Fletcher, played by John Walsh. I, I was wondering what else he was in. Uh, he was in Friday the 13th as a stuntman. He also did stunts in Battlefield Earth. Hmm. And X-Men Futures Past. Hmm. All stunts. But what I really want to say was he was a graduate of Dalhousie High School and St. FX University in Anakinish, Nova Scotia. Dang, okay. Right on. Coming out with the trivia. Trivia time with Brendan! Thanks for the foreplay, (laughs) Tim. Tim became the opening act. <laughs> it's opening for Brendan now. <laughs> okay, so I just, the, I just wanted to add that. Just the fact that it was like fake. local. It's one. All right. Local. Uh, I, I, I have an idea. I, I think it's the novel yeah. one that you're talking about. I don't think that the not, but I don't think that the whole thing's bullshit. I think that you added the fact that it had been like 60s and 70s. And Didn't, I don't do that anymore. Okay, then the whole fucking novel thing. The whole fucking novel thing. Out the door. It's baloney. I think the fucking Schneider cut baloney. He pulled that one last time. There's no two-hour fucking cut of this. I hope not. Right. Aaron, what do you think? <laughs> Pass. Balls. Balls. Uh, I think it was the second point you made. I don't know. It it was too weird to, that, for you to make that up, but I'm going to... fucking the, the, the hand of Borges <laughs> Weems. Yes. Brendan, do you have any ideas to what the bullshit might be? I obviously wasn't paying attention to any of it. I was just waiting for my... So you're just going to say Borges Weems. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I agree. I think it's the two-hour thing. Okay. I don't yeah. think there's any more to this film. All right. I think there's a little bit more to this film. I think the version we saw was cut down, but not a fucking another half or 40 minutes. That's great. A right. Tim. True. Tim. Uh, Josh. Oh, there you Josh. go. Josh is correct. Adam's an idiot as usual. Adam. And Brendan. Adam, and Brendan. There's, there's, and Brendan. Yeah, I said Brendan. There is indeed a French novel. Okay. See, in the original piece of trivia that I had, 
that I was going to write, like actually say, was going to play on the, the the whole idea of the Dahmer killings. But I figured Josh would have called bullshit because he was like, you you can't use that because there's already a piece of trivia that has that in it. Because I was going to do it. The original one was this Listen, movie was. Tim, Tim, Tim. Tim. The <laughs> reason why I said you can't do that is because you're going to do something like read a piece of trivia. Uh, the first advertisement for this came out in April of uh, 1999. And the truth is going to be it came out in May of 1999. And I ain't got time for that level of blood. No, I know. I know. <laughs> but the original piece that I was going to say originally, um, and this was like literally the majority of the episode, it was going to be the movie was almost banned in many U.S. cities due to the Jeffrey Dahmer killings. That was the original one that I was going to use. But then I was reading some article about Shout Factory, and I was like, oh, Shout Factory could release a version of this movie. So, yeah, I just said two hours. Because, I mean, the movie's an hour and 38 minutes long. So that's just yeah, it's an extra 22 20 minutes. minutes yeah. And you've seen a different cut than we had. So I figured it's true. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, Josh doesn't care about any of those little unseen details. <laughs> All the nuances like, like, and work. The yeah. best was the bears. Yeah. What, what was it? Your fucking Norwegian bears. Yeah. I, I, Josh <laughs> called bullshit on like he was in Paris or something. He's like, there's no bears in Paris. And like, he's like, that one's the fake one. Even though the movie was filmed in like Norway, where there are a large brown bear yeah. population. Okay. I did research <laughs> for this piece of trivia. He wasn't paying attention and just called bullshit anymore. All right. <laughs> That's why Tim doesn't try anymore. Josh. <laughs> Just killed clearly, myself. clearly. All right, gentlemen, it is time for us to give our final thoughts and give a rating for this movie. And in honor of Brendan's first episode, Brendan, you have the floor first, please. John, that's almost to be expected with me, though. And in honor of Brendan's first episode, Tim, <laughs> you can go last. Brendan, please proceed. Okay, so. Originally, I thought it was an interesting idea for a movie before realizing that it's not an original idea for a movie. Huh. I expected it to be a ghost or like a demonic arm possession. Later, it slowly started to change into a newly imagined angle, perhaps for Frankenstein's monster. But instead, the doctor wanted to field test each limb. But not all parts of him. Giggity. Before reassembling it into a nearly unstoppable murder, murder zombie. zombie. So she wanted to make murder zombies, probably for the military, because that's usually what happens in these movies. Uh, do you want my rating yes. as well? Yes, like when you're, so you give your okay. thing, give your rating, and this is how you feel. Done. Okay, I say that this movie was not too bad. It was good, but I wouldn't say that I would think to mention it to people, like, you gotta see this movie. Uh, I wouldn't mention it on my MySpace or my Angel Fire website. Not even GeoCities? Sure. They were not <laughs> GeoCities. So for that, I rated a G for good. Good, good movie. Not great, good but stuff. not bad. Okay. Mm. Tim, you may go. Aw. Aw. Thanks. Thanks. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> you may go. Um... Like I said, I, I saw this movie probably, I don't know, 92, 
even though it came out in 91, it was it's usually a year before it was on the movie channel. I remember. Do you guys yeah. remember the movie channel? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I was one so... year old. I do, do not remember it. <laughs> I was talking to you. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, so I watched this movie. Um, and then watching it again, uh, kind of with uh, a fresh perspective, um, I realized how familiar this movie was. And it kind of ruined it for me. Um, Jeff Faye. Faye. is dope. I honestly think the whole time I was watching this movie, he would have been fantastic in a remake of The Shining. Yeah, good call. That mm. fucking intense look he got in those big fucking blue eyes. Like, he just he just reminded me of, like, Jack Torrance. Good call. So, that's basically where my mind was mostly, was making up a fucking remake of The Shining, starring <laughs> this guy, instead of watching this movie. Um, the movie. The movie wasn't, like, horrible. Um, I just found it boring at points, and I, I feel like the pacing could have been a lot better. Um, the effects were pretty fucking good. Um, I, I enjoyed a lot of the effects work. Um I feel like the idea, the premise, the premise of this whole movie is like really interesting and really kind of intriguing. And you could do something really cool with it. They just didn't do it in this movie. <laughs> like, I feel like this 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 movie could have been better um, if it was written by someone else. Um, like I said uh, earlier, it felt like a discount Stephen King idea. Like. And I, I, Stephen King could have did it better, obviously. But um, I don't know. Like, I did pick up, like, Frankenstein vibes, and I picked up, you know, um, um, I don't know. I just, I wanted this movie to be better, and it wasn't. And I'm also going to give it, no, I'm not going to give it a G. I'm going to give it a PG, because I did enjoy the special effects. And I thought the, the music was pretty good, and... Like I said, the version I watched had a lot more gore in it, so I can imagine the version that you guys watched, I probably rated a G, but the version I watched, I'm giving it a PG. Sweet. Josh! Uh, Bored. It was boring. seen it before. Nothing new. Uh, The gore was all quick shots. Didn't get to really get a good look at much. Uh, Um... The sci-fi aspect is outdated, which kind of kills sci-fi for me when they actually just do that in science now. The best parts of the movie were in the last 15 minutes, so for an hour lead-up, you really have to knock that out of the park. And the last 15 minutes were good. I would watch the last 15 minutes again, but it didn't meet up to the lead-up that it Mm. made. So uh, I will also rate this a G for good. Very cool. Aaron! Uh, yeah, um, there were, (laughs) uh, yeah, there were a couple of hokey parts to me, uh, the car situation, um, where they're handcuffed and they go over the jump and, and arms didn't get ripped off at that point, uh, kind of disappointed me because, uh, that was just all over the place. I mean, either somebody's going to be pulled out of one of those vehicles or those are one of those arms is going to be ripped off with 82 pounds of pressure. I mean, you got two metal beasts 
you know, rushing down the road. It was cool. It was cool, and it was dramatic, and the film needed a little bit of action in it, and, and I see what they were doing with that. But does anybody else, like, why were there so many big rigs on the road? Yeah. Right, on the road. I, I'm like, holy shit. I think I counted, like, I don't know. I'm like, man, it's like the dead of night, and we got transport trucks running everywhere, and they're all well, coming that... in all lanes. Like, uh, anyway, that was what... <laughs> That was that was a notch down for me on what I was going to rate this this film. So that that kind of took a little bit of a, a hit. Um, and and I love how Tim made you know put uh, Jeff Fahey in a different role in The Shining because I also had something an epiphany that hit me when I saw him on there and 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 in Lawnmower Man as well. Yeah. Uh, and that is he would have been a really good bad guy or or psycho in the cell with Jennifer Lopez because yeah, he's got yeah. those piercing eyes and he, yeah. he would have filled that role really good. Now, Vincent D'Onofrio, I mean, he did a fantastic job in that, but he could have also filled that role really well. Yeah. The effects in this film, I thought were absolutely awesome. The continuity was fantastic. Um, I don't know if I saw like an in-between version of like, uh, of, of these effects, you know, being prolonged on film, but it didn't, it didn't cut as fast as what I think, some of you guys are saying that they did. Uh, I was able to see what was going on, and it wasn't flashing really bad. So maybe there are there, there most likely is a couple versions of this that, that are out there, and, and they decide to post. Yeah, maybe, maybe maybe a shout back DVD coming out. Maybe. And Josh, 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 Josh would be proven wrong. <laughs> this piece of trivia was true. Yeah, but you yeah. still made it up. <laughs> yeah, I made it real. The realism is bliss. I put it out into the universe. I manifested it. That's right. Yeah. So in saying all that stuff, um, I thought the music design was okay. I, I, I liked the music in it. Um, the effects were fi- fantastic. And I liked the, the psychology that they had um, in amongst it. It made you think a little bit here and there with, uh, you know, how do they get this head attached to a different body? And, and yeah, it didn't make sense. But still, it was making me think a bit about, you know, the background stuff that you didn't see. So um, I'm also going to give this film a PG. PG. Yep. There we go. All right, gentlemen. Uh, well, it's been re- a good show. It's been yeah. a good show. Let's uh, move on. Good night. We, <laughs> that's what it is. I don't need to do shit anymore. There's four other people fucking reviewing. <laughs> um, okay. So admittedly, it took me two sittings to get through this movie again. I remember sitting through this movie when I was young going, yeah, that's pretty good shit. I agree with Josh. the The first hour lead up is kind of like, yeah. Like I said, it took me two sittings to get through it this time around. Uh, but yes, the last little bit's great. The last fifteen twenty minutes is great. Um, out of the first part of the movie, I really did like the 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 uh, work that they did in the uh, operating room. Even though the version that I seen was obviously very cut, I liked the idea of the fact that like just the visuals of the fact that they were basically carving up the uh, the 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 inmate right then and there. And just don't like fresh donations. Here we go. You know what I mean? And they take his head off and shit. It, it was very, very fucking morbid the way that they were handling that. And I thought that was pretty cool the way that they did that. Um, I just, I seen a lot coming out of this movie and, and it didn't impress me entirely with certain things, but the effects work was pretty good. The effects work was pretty damn good in this movie. And it did, it did salvage the movie in a lot of ways. I think that more than anything, 
people should probably watch this movie just for the effects work that they eventually get in the last 15 minutes as well. And, uh, and that's about it. Um, I will bring up the fact that yes, the, uh, the ripping off of the arm, you know, out the window and shit like that was kind of fucking weird. And we were talking about the 82 pounds of pressure. It almost made me think back to the guy with the legs. And all I could think to myself the whole time was I imagined a very fucking Looney Tunes esque situation where what if the, the killer had come up to him and the guy was playing basketball and he went to go jump and the guy stepped on his foot. And when he jumped, his fucking leg came off because the guy was stepping on his foot. You know what I mean? Like I could literally almost go back and go, fuck, did they really attach them that shittily that that could have happened? You know what I mean? Like something straight out of a fucking cartoon. Right. Um, but overall it's not like it was bad by any means. The, 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 the effects work really kind of picked it up. Jeff A. He was really good. I love seeing Brad Dorif in a movie, you know, like there's, there are some positives to this movie. Is it one of these movies I'm going to recommend all the time? No, but overall PG pretty good. It, it definitely kept my attention and kept me going, uh, the second time around too. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I woke back up and put on the second part of the movie again, and away we went. So, so I'll just go with that. So there we go. Three PGs and two G. I mean, if we're weighing out the scales, I mean, it's PG is generally what we have for this movie. Then that's pretty good. Excellent. Gentlemen, it's been a good, uh, good review tonight. And once again, Brendan, buddy, it's good to have you on the show. So this Thank is, we look forward to more of these yeah. and, uh, we'll put you through your paces for the next episode. That's for, that's for real fucking sure. I'm so. just, oh, we got to think I, of a gooder. I just know I'm here to make you guys feel smarter. That's all it is. <laughs> Oh. I feel smart now. Okay, so your next movie is The Green Inferno. <laughs> Cannibal Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, really. Okay. We had to do it. He should have to do like a video oh, essay on it. Uh, yeah. We'll, 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 yeah. He'll have to do some sort of a follow-up with this. I was asked to watch the Cannibal Holocaust movie as well. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, don't. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse. Okay. Do I have any say? No. Can no. I watch Suicide Squad yet? <laughs> yes, you may. So the last thing I'll say is uh, just just putting this out there here because we really appreciate this too. The reason why we actually did this movie was because we received a message through Facebook uh, from somebody who had just discovered the show and thought enough of the show that he actually reached out to us. His name was Karim Zigrower or Zigrower. My apologies if I'm pronouncing it and absolutely butchering your name, but thank you, Karim, for for reaching out to us and suggesting the movie. And, uh, you know, as a, as a thank you for taking that much of an interest in, 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 uh, and enjoying the show that much, we decided to do the, sh- the episode for you. So thank you very kindly for reaching out to us Way for to everybody else out there. The poor guy. What's that? The way to dox the poor guy, man. That was white pills. He's watching the show. He should have been He's like guilty by day. association. Garbage. That's yeah, not, that's not even his out. account. Cause he doesn't want to be known for liking the show. There we go. All right, guys, this has been a great episode. So thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in to us live on Twitch tonight. The episodes will be up on YouTube uh, under the Misunderstood Art Company a little bit later. So please do not forget to like, share, and subscribe. Follow us on Twitch as well. We're also on Facebook where you can find all of the latest information about what we're doing and the episodes that we're posting. And check us out on all of the audio platforms that we produce the uh, the actual podcasting version of on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Music, etc., etc., etc. And we're also on Patreon. Open up your hearts and your wallets. Mr. Johnson requires caffeine all the time. That's his life. Two! Holy shit! (laughs) Here we go. He's double fisting. And until next time, Josh. He's got a catheter in.
two fish <laughs> just, Johnson. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't super fan of this movie, but I will say that uh, it is the most interesting tale of a husband going to buy garbage bags that I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking holding on to that with dear life. All right. Aaron, if you needed a hand understanding this, hopefully, uh, you know, we threw you an arm. So, uh, oh, fuck, yeah. yeah. Enough with the dad jokes. Fuck. <laughs> That's what I'm all about, man. Brendan, say goodbye. <laughs> uh, I will say that this was uh, the best thing I've reviewed on this cast so far. <laughs> and thank you and for we're, we're looking for a replacement already Tim <laughs> stay safe stay spooky and until next time keep it creepy everybody good night